the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network is brought to you by Circus Sports. Circus Sports is back with their Circus Survivor and Circus Millions contest. $14 million up for grabs. Get all the details at CircusSports.com. Yes, sir. We are back here with another edition of the WNBA Gambling Podcast on the Sports Gambling Podcast Network. No me, no the voice on guys. Me, really real, villain real. Terrell from Virginia here at your service. And uh, twas the night before All-Star and all through the league. Not a player was resting. Not even the dream. <laughs> hey, that was off the top. Baby, that was off the top. Hey, <laughs> oh man, that was funny. All right, everybody, welcome back to the WNBA Gambling Podcast. You know, we have a huge five game slate in the WNBA. So, this is night for All Star. Got my guy, Scott Studio Right Show. Scott, what's going on? Yeah, nothing much. Looking forward to the card. Uh, nice to have five games on the slate, and I believe we got the lines up relatively early last night, which was rel- which was kind of refreshing because uh, I'm not exactly used to uh, seeing lines up that early. But I guess, you know, if you're going to wait until the final game of the first half of the season, then you might as well wait until the first half of the season is basically over. But it should be fun. Uh, looking forward to the actual card. And it's been a while since we've had a show, so or at least since I've been on a show. So it's nice to be back. Yeah, very much so here. Sorry for the six and a half out of ten hours that I was given uh, to start the show here. But we we don't have time. We don't have time because it's a huge slate. We have two games tipping off in T-minus time of live stream. Less than two hours. I want to go ahead and dive into it. We got the Connecticut to play the Chicago Sky Minus four and a half currently for the Connecticut Sun. They opened up as minus two and a half point favorites. Now it's up to minus four and a half. 160 and a half is the total. Opened up at 159. Injury report here for the Connecticut Sun. And it looks like pretty clean injury report. Don't see DeJanae Carrington up here. Only name I see is Brianna Jones. We know she's out for the rest of the year. And... For the Chicago Sky, we have Rebecca Gartner, Isabel Harrison. You know, they're both still out for a while. Scott, can you bet the Chicago Sky right now? Not really. Uh, I feel like going into the season, I was low on them compared to their win total. And I looked like an idiot for the first week of the season. And then they realized they're not very good at basketball. So it was a delayed fuse with this team. Uh, they're still 8-11, which I guess is better than I thought they were going to be at this point. But they have kind of been struggling. Uh, they lost each of their last couple of games, and they haven't exactly looked good doing it. Then again, Atlanta's been solid lately. So they've lost uh, each of their last two. They did win three straight before that against Indiana and against the Sparks. But before that, they lost six straight. So if you're doing the math, that means that the Sky have lost a decent amount of games lately. In fact, they've lost eight of their last 11. And a lot of close games in there, which I guess is the you know silver lining because they're getting points. But they faced off against Connecticut on the road a couple weeks ago. They got buried. They lost the game by 24. Connecticut, even without Brianna Jones, is still a very solid team. We know AT's been very good with triple doubles. I forgot how many she has this year, like three or four already. But Connecticut, 
I don't want to say that they're, they haven't really missed any strides without Brianna Jones because that's kind of disrespectful to how good Brianna Jones is. But they've been good in general. And it feels like even though they are missing one of the better players for the rest of the year, they're still 14-5. and five. They've been playing some good basketball lately. Had a nice win against the Mystics on the ninth. I'm going to go with the Sun here. I, I feel like that this line movement's warranted. You can argue that maybe Chicago gets revenge, but they got buried at the end of June, and Chicago's gotten arguably worse since that happened. I don't really see much changing. I'm going to go with Connecticut winning probably by eight or so. I think Chicago keeps it closer, but not close enough. So I'm going to go with Connecticut. Uh, let's see here. I don't know how I can back Chicago right now. Especially. What does Chicago excel in? It's like they're decent in a lot of areas, but they don't really excel in a lot of areas. Well, it was (laughs) prior to about a week, maybe two weeks ago now. It was coaching. (laughs) (laughs) It was coaching. And then that happened. So, um, is that bad for team morale if the coach just dips halfway through the season to go to the NBA? I don't think so because he was such a love coach and everybody knows how great of an opportunity it is to go to the NBA. You know, the amount, the pay raise, the pay raise yeah. that you get alone. Like, you don't, I think everybody's happy for him. It just kind of sucks because now your, your coaching staff is kind of trying to put the pieces together. He was also I, the I'm GM, right? In, yeah. And I'm, I'm, yeah. I, I got down on the sun minus three and a half. I'll still take them at four and a half. I just don't think that Chicago is going to be able to match up with them for four quarters. When we talk about the size that still, even without Brianna Jones, is still available for the Connecticut Sun. Uh, Isabel Williams is going to have her work cut out for her down low in the post with Alyssa Thomas down there. We see Dewana Bonner, who I think is a matchup nightmare, and we'll talk about her a little bit today. I think she's going to have a big game here in this one. I'm I'm just going to sit here and say Connecticut rolls again. The Chicago team is feisty. Maybe they put up a fight in the first half. They are a little bit better defensively in the first half, giving up 41.2 points per game in the first half. A fourth in the WNBA in the last five games, as opposed to the Connecticut Sun, who are giving up 42.6 down at eight. Uh, maybe they make it interesting early. I don't think it lasts for the entire game. I'm going with the Connecticut Sun minus four and a half. 160 and a half is the total. Uh, let's see what these two teams are doing recently to the number that they're given. You have four oh and one. Yeah, four oh and one in the last five games. And really, wherever you got that that push, you probably won that bet too. So, four zero and one for the Sun, two and three for the Chicago Sky. With what is that? Three and one? No, one and three in their last four to the over. So three and one to the under at home. At home in their last four at home, they are three and one to the under. I like the over. If you want me to go first, uh, I like the over. Yeah, I like the over. I'm just trying to decide which, like, because I think there's a possibility Chicago screws this over. They might, but you saw in the last meeting, Connecticut still scored 96 points. And I want to actually touch upon that because that was also a Commissioner's Cup game. The game landed 168. There Mm -hmm. were a total of 28 points in the fourth quarter. 
the entire fourth quarter, there were only 28 points, and the game still went over this number by about eight points. I don't think this number makes any sense. I'm going to be on the over. I think that Chicago might shoot better than they did against Connecticut the first time around. Connecticut might shoot worse, but around 160 and a half, once again, this number went over and you had a rock fight fourth quarter. They were on pace for like 180-something points in this game in the first meeting. I'm going to go with the over. This number just feels way too low. Oh, I don't trust Chicago, man. I, don't I mean, I think Connecticut might score 90, so maybe you want to go with the team total there. But Yeah, I, yeah, I mean, I'm going – that's what I'm doing. I'm taking the team total over for the Connecticut Sun. I, I just can't trust – the Chicago runs such a slow pace. They are the second slowest pace in the league uh, over the past five games, opposed to the Sun, who are the second fastest pace in the league. They actually really, really struggle scoring the basketball over the past few games where they're kind of down there – uh, in that list where with the Mercury and, you know, the Sparks with their injuries, really struggling to score the basketball. I'm I would I lean over full game over, but I like the team total over for the Connecticut sign. I think that they can roll into 90 here today. I'm assuming right. that's a bit correlated, because if you like that, then I have no idea why Alyssa Thomas's assist is at seven and a half. No, I mean, I don't. Uh, it's at this point, I think it's just because that, you know, people don't pay attention to women's sports, so they don't care about like because if this was the NBA, she'd be at like ten and a half every night. Like Yeah, and in the first meeting she did have a triple double. She had fourteen, eleven, and twelve. Yeah, like she'd be at nine and a half, ten and a half. Seven and a half is crazy. That one should blindly be at eight and a half or even higher every game. Yes, and so I will 100%. You don't have to. I literally have an account where I just go and I keep taking the money in the mm-hmm. account and putting it on Alyssa Thomas. Assets. And I just keep letting it grow because it just keeps hitting. Like, she'll miss one game out of five or six. Like, absolutely not. All right. Let's see here. Let's go ahead and use that transition into the rest of our props because, of course, I like Alyssa Thomas' assists. If you're not betting Alyssa Thomas' assists and you're under a rock somewhere, you just don't like money, then, I mean, hey, more power to you. But what I also like today is DeWana Bonner. I think DeWana Bonner is going to have a great day today. She has a matchup. She's a matchup nightmare for this team. And I'm pretty sure – let me go back and check the tape. I'm pretty sure she's killed this team in the past. She had 26 points in the first meeting this season. Yeah, and where's the um? And la- I think last season she's had some some 25 piece game. Let me go see here. Last Let's year's see. a bit tricky as well though because they still had John Quell, so the spacing maybe wasn't the same. But you're looking at the numbers recently for Dewana. She's been very solid. Had 28 points last game against the Mystics, uh, 16 against Seattle, and only 24 minutes. So she could have easily had more if she played more but they were blowing out Seattle had 19 against Vegas after dropping 40 against them earlier this earlier this year had 12 against the Liberty 26 against the sky 11 against Minnesota 20 against Seattle 20 against the Sparks 20 against Atlanta her number for 20 plus points is still plus money it's around plus 102 yep. i think she probably goes for 25 24 oh yes yeah. something plus like 360 that. plus 360 already on it Okay. Dewana Bonner. So Dewana Bonner, 18 and a half. If you want to, you know, be hit the juice, 18 and a half minus 125, 20 plus 102, 25 plus 360. But hang on a second. Bonner made six threes last game? She's a dog. 
She attempted 12 three. Okay, sure. What do want to cook then? Okay. I didn't know she went six of 12 from three last game. Huh. Here's the issue. Is Chicago going to score? If they score, we know it's between two people. Random Mabry really has killed me as of late. Mabry was very, I'm... very good to start the year, and that could be a reason why. It's kind of like her and Copper switch places. Because Copper couldn't have a shot to start the year, and Mabry was really nuts. And now it completely flipped on its head. Yeah. <sighs> they're going to need her three-point shot today if they're going to keep up. For three-point numbers, Mabry's over one and a half and minus 125. Bonner, I mentioned the threes because her to make three or more threes is plus 128. Bonner has gone over in two straight games, usually goes under, but it seems like she's gotten a recent green light from three. So maybe you want to back that, but just throw it I mean, it out she's there. got to score. They need the scoring without Brian Jones. That was an easy 12 It's not about the scoring. It's about just Bonner extending her range. They're just letting her shoot more from the outside. Yeah, yeah, to help offset some yeah. of that scoring. Uh uh, she was, I was going to go with the Mabry full game was, over. Maria Mabry was 1-11 and, and 4 for 13 against the Dream. It's really, really bad. It's like, you got to be better than that, honey. I think I'd be tempted by threes on her, if anything. I mean, one and a half is still a pretty low number for her. Oh, it's at one and a half. It's at one and a half. Oh, yeah. Give me that. If she, if, she, if she does what I think she does, she definitely hits two threes. I mean, you're looking at the numbers here. When one for five last game, she was brutal. I mean, one for 11 from three, it ha- I mean, one from 11 from the four, it happens. Uh, three for eight from three the game before that, three for nine before that, three for four, two for five. The volume's there. If she ends up attempting, let's just say, seven threes, which I think is a pretty reasonable number, then you need two of seven. Like, she can still shoot badly and go over if the volume's there. And as you said yeah. before, her and Cop are going to be taking most of the shots. I'd probably look at Mabry threes just for volume or what the projected volume should be. Yeah, I would no, I like it. I didn't know it was minus one and a half. Give me minus one and a half, minus one twenty five there. All right. Before we get into the next game of sleep, gotta talk to you about Circa Millions and the Circa Survivor Contest are back. Fourteen million dollars in prizes are up for grabs. Look, if you don't know what Circa Millions are, five picks every week in NFL. That's it. Just five picks. Each week and go through the season. See how you do. Try to go place. I know some people that that have placed before. And so five NFL ATS picks each week. But, hey, say you don't want to pick against the spread. Say you're, hey, I'm a money line better. I just like betting money line. Well, Circus Survivor, just pick a different money line winner every week. Last to the end. Last to the end. Every single week. Matter of fact, Scott, who was our Circus Survivor pick in week one? Uh, for me, I'm bleeding Washington. Do I know if I mean, Sam Howell's good? Not really, but Kyler's still hurt, and Arizona's going to be terrible. So I'm looking at Washington at home. Washington at home, yeah. Oh yeah, I could, I can get behind that. Let's see here, Circus Survivor. If I had my, cir- I mean, come on, like, are are the Vikings really going to lose to the Bucks? And when am I going to want to back Kirk Cousins again for the rest of the year? Honestly. 
if there was ever a time for me to just go ahead and back Kirk Cousins and I got to ask, though, is, is that a 1 p.m. Eastern time start? Because that's the only time you want to be back in Kirk, right? And it's 1 p.m. Eastern time okay. start. Scott, I think we have our week one Circus Survivor pick, and we just roll with the Vikings because there's no way we're going to trust them by the end of the year. Like, absolutely no way. So, yeah, there we go. There just gave you two Circus Survivor picks. Enter from Vegas play from anywhere and we'll also sports gambling podcast will be out there last weekend in august for the big circus sports sign up weekend circusports.com for all the details go to circusports.com all right let's see here next game of the slate we have the new york liberty traveling to play the indiana fever for the 12 o'clock game minus 10 and a half for the new york liberty 167 and a half is the total injury report for these two teams. And we have here for the Indiana Fever. Guess what? It's brutal. Lexi Hall's out for a while with the nose injury. And Nalisa Smith, she has a stress fracture in her leg. She's going to be out for at least two weeks. I believe that's what I saw last. She's got a two-week timetable until she's reevaluated. So very, very brutal L there for the Indiana Fever. For the New York Liberty, Honshu is still playing with the overseas team. Stephanie Dawson's out with the ankle injury. I think the Liberty kicked their asses, if I'm just being honest here. If I do it, I'm taking them early. If I'm I'm taking the fever, I'd rather just take a bunch of props on Boston. Because if they're going she to win, that, Boston's going to go. For she's going to get all the attention. Is yeah, she's going to get all the attention. Like, I mean, Nelisa Smith going down is really, really brutal. Like, really, really brutal. That's your third link, maybe even second link score. That's really the only thing the Fever were really good at, which is rebounding and dominating the inside. But they don't even have that anymore. And you trade away. It's not away like, it's not like uh, trade like away Queen Slouch either. You know. It's just the fact, yeah, that's the, yeah, she's the second leading scorer, 15.6 points per game. <laughs> oh, man. Dang. I mean, if Wait, if they cover She Mitchell averages 15.6 and 9.7 and a I'm gonna ask you in this. the All-Star game. If the Fever cover, how many points do Mitchell and Boston need to combine for? 50? 55? They can't guard mm. anybody anyway, so you're assuming the Liberty are going to go for a bunch of points. I, I have no idea. The Liberty might completely score. If the Liberty scored 95 points, I would not be shocked. And I don't think the Fever are a good basketball team. They screwed me over the past weekend. I had the Wings minus one and a half. And the Wings completely punted that cover down the stretch. Huh. I didn't think the Fever looked that good just watching them play. Uh, they made the game competitive late, but that was because the Wings missed a bunch of free throws late. Mostly McCowan's. You couldn't have a free throw to save her life. But you're looking at Hull and you're looking at Smith, they're already not a good basketball team. And now they're missing two of their best four players. The Liberty should, keyword should, win this game by 15-plus. I'm not sure if they're going to do it. Maybe some teams are looking ahead to the All-Star break already. But Mm -hmm. the Liberty, I just think, are the much better team. They played earlier this year. The Liberty won by 17 at home. It was misleading because they were up 30 and change after three quarters and scored a total of five points in the fourth quarter. You might remember Brianna Stewart at 45 points in that game in three quarters, but I'm taking the Liberty. I I think they bury this team. Yep. Give me Liberty. Give me Liberty minus five and a half in the first half. I like that play a lot better than the full game. 
I just don't know what there is to like about the fever anymore. The size was the main advantage they had. And Nalissa's good. She's she's literally I, I actually um so I felt like she was a little bit of a snub for the all-star, but now that I actually look at the numbers, she's <laughs> no, she was she was she, snubbed. She's she's a good she player. she has more points than Aaliyah Boston. She has more rebounds than Aaliyah Boston <laughs> by a pretty rebounds margins by a pretty significant margin. I'm not gonna yeah. lie here. But I, I mean, I always knew she was the dog, a dog, though. But here we are. Um, I just don't. Yeah, you're missing not only her, but they just traded away Queen Egbo. And so yeah. it's like. It's the worst now time you're, possible. Yeah, now you're really, really down on size here. Do the Liberty take advantage? That will be the question. Jacquel Jones should have a day, but they've been willing to play from the outside a lot more so or brianna just with points once again she had 45 in the first meeting in 30 minutes with 12 rebounds all right so we're both on a liberty here yeah. totals at 167 and a half i'm on the over i like the over here and uh, even without Nelly smith i just think that with the issues that the liberty have had guarding the paint at multiple times this season, how easy it's looked. Just think that it opens the door for one, the Liberty to get out and start blowing them out, but then also not really caring in that second half and allowing the Indiana Fever to uh go out here and really, really like be able to help help us out with this total. This could be like I mean, at some point the Liberty gotta say, all right, we see the aces going out here killing teams by forty every night. We're we're going out here, we're dropping ninety tonight. And if they drop ninety, I think, you know, Indiana can get uh, so what is that like 77, 80, something like that? Like, I, I still think that Indiana's gonna be able to score, and it's probably gonna be because Kelsey Mitchell and Leah Boston more than likely. I, I'd rather uh, take the Liberty team total if I'm being fully honest here. Um, the dream of kind of uh, not the dream, sorry, the Liberty have kind of played with their food a little bit though recently. Uh, they beat the Storm by 15, that's fine. Beat the Mercury by four, scored 99 points. The defense completely no showed that game, and then beat the Storm by four in their last game. So they've been playing good basketball. They've won six of seven, but mm-hmm. I'm just looking at the overall offensive numbers here. Scored 89 against the the Mercury, 110 against the Dream, 89 against Washington, 89 against the Sun, 81 in that loss to the Aces, 81 against the Storm, 99 against the Mercury, 80 against the Storm. I think they score 90-plus here. So I like the Liberty team total over. I might like that more than the spread. The Liberty really should kill this team. But I'm always concerned about their level of intensity over a full game. They usually give you a solid three quarters, but there's always one quarter where the Liberty look completely disinterested, which is extremely annoying at times. But I think they should cover and they should go over. Uh, Let's see here. Why is... Why can I not find the bet that I'm looking for? There we go. All right. Let's see. Let's see. Half, 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 half. Oh, yeah. Give me New York Liberty team total over 45 and a half for the first half. Minus one. That's too low. Absolutely playing that. Look at what defensively what the Indiana Fever are doing in the first half for opponents over the past five games. They are dead last in the WNBA. 49.2 points per game giving up in the first half to their opponents defensively early on in the game. It's not there. Uh, and you're now you're losing more and more rim protection with the every waning second for the fever. 
that that's that's way too low. That's way too low. Liberty get to 46 in the first half. Easy. That's probably one of my favorite bets of the day already. All right. Player props. We talked about it kind of sort of already. Uh, how, how do they stop Brianna? Do they just double? Do they just blind double? Because uh, everyone's going to be open. That they, the fact that they actually get blown out so bad that she sits the whole fourth quarter on twenty points. Yeah, pretty much. That sounds about right. <sighs> when was the last time Sabrina had a crazy game? Uh, it, uh, it's, it feels like it's been a while. Uh, she had twenty points and eight assists <laughs> against Seattle over the weekend, but. For the most part, her numbers have been a bit quiet lately. To go through the numbers, she had 20 and 8. She had 11, 7, and 9 against Phoenix. Only went 3 mm-hmm. for 9 from the 4. Uh, 13, 7, and 4. 7, 6, and 7. 6, 3, and 5. 31 points against Washington. So I guess you can make an argument besides the last game. She had herself about four underwhelming games in a row and at 31 against the Mystics on June 25th. So here's how I want to play it. Let's take Sabrina Ionescu over two and a half threes at plus 106. I'm a big fan of Ionescu assist, by the way. That's a four and a half. How the hell is that a four and and a half? She's had nine and eight in the past two games. She's had at Uh, least five in uh, five of the last six. She had eight in the first game against Indiana this season. That number's way too low. I'm sorry. Four and a half is crazy. Yeah, uh, yeah, the numbers back you up. Month of June, she's averaging 50% from three. Uh, not June, for July, I'm sorry. In the month of July, she's averaging 50% from three. Three for six against the Storm, two for four against the Mercury, and six for 12 against the Storm. Let's back it. She's shooting it. I can't she's get over that four and a half. That's such a crazy number for assists. Let's see here. That four and a half looks smooth. Of course, you're playing Courtney Vandersloot, but she's minus 130 at seven and a half. Mm-hmm. And Jacqueline Jones should really get six rebounds, but I'm not going to force it. She really should, but I'm, gonna, I'm not going to force it. Stewie. Eight and a half. It, I like it a little bit better though. I know she. I know she's gonna try to rebound. So Stewie eight and a half rebounds. I like that play as well. All right. Before we get to the next game of slate, gotta talk to you about underdog fantasy because you can take these player props that we're talking about and you can put them into a player prop parlay and put some money on it. Underdog fantasy pick them contest, super duper fun. And then you also have Best Ball Mania 4, where Underdog is giving away $15 million in prizes. Head over to underdogfantasy.com. Use promo code SGPN for 100% deposit bonus up to $100. That's underdogfantasy.com, promo code SGPN. All right, we got the 12 o'clock games out the way. So if you're coming in late, might want to back this thing up. Back this thing up. Go back. Check out 12 o'clock games because those are starting in about less than an hour and a half here. Next game up, we have the Dallas Wings. Traveling to play the Minnesota Lynx. I see the Wings as a one-and-a-half point favorite on the road. 167-and-a-half is the total injury report for these two teams, and we have for the Dallas Wings. Looks like Kalani Brown is questionable with that concussion, and 
for the Minnesota Lynx. Area Powers, Tiffany Mitchell, and Jessica Shepard all out. And Natalie Achanwa all out. So still same four players that have been out for about the past month for the Minnesota Lynx. Lynx have actually been decent without them. Oh, they have. They actually are probably playing their best basketball right now, to be honest. And so looking at what Minnesota is doing in the past five games, last game they lost and got dominated by the Aces. But who is it? Literally, who is it? However, well, technically, da- technically Dallas, if you want an answer for that. Technically well, Dallas, Dallas, da- wait, did Dallas, Dallas took an L to them earlier in the season, like a bad L to them earlier. Yeah, the but they beat Vegas like last week. So Yeah. Yeah. Uh, where was that? Four and one over the past five games. They won. They won four straight prior to that L to the Aces and four and one past five games. Only loss to the Aces for the Dallas Wings. So looky here. Shout out to me for catching the Indiana Fever in a uh, bounce back shot against the Dallas Wings last time out. Because, man, oh, that's what I didn't do. I didn't talk about my picks last time out. I think I had Aces first half, Aces team total over in the first half. That cash for the locks. And for the dogs, I had the, uh, what was it? Oh, yeah, the Fever first half and the Sparks first half. Fever actually were down at the first half. Somehow, some way, found a way to come back and tie it. So that play pushed. And then the Sparks sparked. That was it. Nothing. Didn't, yeah. I don't. I don't know how you lose a first half to the to the freaking Phoenix Mercury, but they did. So I didn't catch the dog. And uh, what was it? Oh, Neca over nineteen and a half. That cash by the hook. So solid day last pop. So all right. Sorry, had to get that out the way. Give me the home Kinda team. Like Minnesota. Give me the home team. Give yeah. me the home team. I'm taking them. I I am taking them. I, I don't care. Dallas has stepped up yeah. defensively though. I will point out, I, I did watch a decent amount of that Wings game against the Fever because I had money on the Wings, and unfortunately, <laughs> they fell apart down the stretch. They should have covered. They were up seven with 250 to go. Magical uh, but cover, man. You, you can make a serious argument, though, that they shouldn't have covered because Agumba Wale went on a 10 nothing run in the span of a minute just to put them up seven in the first place. They really were not playing well, and they're not a good road team, which is also a problem here. But I just think when I was watching the Wings play, besides a Goomba Wale, am I really sold by their other options? Now, it wasn't a full, a fully fair critique because Sabali and Natasha Howard were both in foul trouble the entire game. I thought the refs were brutal in that game, and the Wings really had to rely on a Goomba Wale because of it. Now, Minnesota has the firepower to match Dallas. Mostly, we know, with Collier... And we know that uh, Kayla's been solid, too, lately. Miller's been good, too. So Minnesota's got weapons. I, I like the over in this game. I see points. Uh, I'm oh, not I sure if I, I... I think we're going to see some points in this game. But uh, for me, I have a hard time backing a team that's 3-7 and seven straight up on the road laying points. I am aware that they've been better lately. But I do think if Minnesota can avoid getting buried on the boards which might happen, but I have to at least point it out. If they can avoid getting buried on the boards, I like their chances. I'm going to take the links at home. This line feels extremely trappy, and I believe the line has moved in favor of the links. I'm going to go with Minnesota at home. I don't know how Tierra McGowan is supposed to stop Mufisa Collier. And honestly, you probably want to put Sox 
two on her. At least she's a little bit quicker and she can kind of keep in front of her. But if it's Collier, like for those people that aren't watching her game, she's not somebody that just stands under the rim and gets rebounds. They're like, no, she will go to work in the post. She can pull up. Pull up, jump shot, drive past you to the lane. She can play the pick and roll really, really well and cut to the basket. Like, I, I just, she has a bag. She can even step outside and shoot the three sometimes. Like, yeah. there's no way. Like, there's no. I, I just don't know how they're, they're supposed to stop her. Like, I truly don't know how they're supposed to stop her. And I think that's going to actually, she could kind of pull Tierra McCowan away from the basket a little bit. And that will help from the rebound aspect for the uh, Minnesota Lynx. I think the problem that the Wings have, just as an overall roster, I really dislike two of their starting five players. It might just be per- it might just be personal because I've seen them What's play. What's the players you hate? I think McCown's a really, really bad basketball player, really? and I think that Dangerfield's not very good. I think I think Dangerfield's a chucker. Dang. I watched her on the Liberty though, so I, I've seen Dangerfield being undersized, taking really dumb shots. That's what she does. Oh well, yeah, offensively, well, so, yeah, but yeah. That, that's defensively she gives effort, but offensively her shot selection is so bad. But McCown, once again, it's not just because of the fact that she lost me money last game by missing every th- free throw imaginable. I even remember watching her in the playoffs last year. When there are some players when you were at, for example, playing at a high school level or maybe a college level, and you heard the best attribute of a player is that the person is tall. That means they're not actually talented. They're just a really tall human being. Oh, my gosh. McCown's a really tall human being with no basketball talent. So I'm not a fan of McCown at all. I think she's a really bad basketball player in in my personal opinion. So, no, I, I think that with those two on the roster, I think that they're always liable to get upset by anybody, especially with Dangerfield being a point guard. But I like Minnesota here. But, no, if if you want to know my least favorite player in the NBA, in the WNBA, it might be McCown. I, I really do not think she's a good basketball player at all. That's my brief little uh, roast session there. All right. <laughs> uh, where are we at? <laughs> Props, what do we like here? Well, if I'm picking Minnesota, then I I got to go with Collier to basically drop 25 plus, 30 plus, right? I was about to say, she she's a matchup nightmare for this team. I just don't know if they're going to be able to keep up with her, man. I don't, I don't know. I don't know if Minnesota can keep up with the Goombawala either. So she might go for 30. Goombawala at this point. At this point, Arike is the only thing that slows herself herself down. At any point yeah. in time, she's she's actually liable to score thirty every single given night, but only she can slow herself down. All I know is in that down. one little stretch there in the fourth quarter against Indiana, I was getting serious Jewel Lloyd vibes. Just mm-hmm. watching her play, like she she was just hitting everything that entire fourth quarter, or for most of it. I think in the in the last couple minutes, she kind of got exhausted and missed some shots, but still. Sabali, I didn't see much of in the game against Indiana because, once again, she was in foul trouble the entire time. I'm taking her today. I like her over 15 and a half today. 15 and a half feels low. I think I like her rebounds more because I mentioned before that Minnesota's really not good at rebounding. And with Shepard being out, they could have some problems. Uh, Sabali, though, is at eight and a half for rebounds. I can really see her walking into like an 18 and 10 type game. I like the over for rebounds. And you mentioned how. Uh, you might see McCowns get pulled away from the basket a bit more. That would set up more rebounding chances for Sabali. So I like her over in rebounds. All righty here. Next game on the slate. We have the Seattle Showers. 
because that's what they played like last night. They've been demoted. Played, like, yeah. They tried, played, like, though, Seattle in the fourth showers. quarter against the Mystics. They really tried. <clears throat> yeah. They almost backdoored the thing. I know. I know. I know. I know. Trying. And you know what? Seattle's just the team. I don't know why I got away from this because I was doing it earlier in the season. I don't know why I stopped. So I was just a team that you just wait for them to go down and then catch their live number. They normally always catch that live number because they're competitive at the end. And if they don't cover, they cover, they miss it by like a few. I feel so bad there. for Jewel Lloyd. I feel so bad. Nine threes, 39 points. Yeah, just take this L for the entire uh, No, just, yeah, Rough. take the L and Rough. somehow, some way, find a way to get a worse record than the famous Mercury. <laughs> they really, somehow really want Caitlin Clark. Yeah. Can you imagine Clark with Lloyd, by the way? Oh, my gosh. Like, it's just insane. That'd be so like, fun. I, I really want her to go to, to Seattle rather than Phoenix. Like, I so much prefer her. I don't want Phoenix to really get anybody at this point. They yes. just wasted so many primes. They've had they've had their chance. They've had their chance. Have, yeah. Even though Seattle's had their chance, too. But Phoenix has had their chance, and they chose to do nothing with it recently. I don't know if I can say Seattle's had their chance. They won a title. They, they didn't lose a title. Imagine, imagine if... If uh, Skylar Diggins Smith comes back next season and they get Caitlin Clark, I know. <laughs> I'm not gonna lie; they're gonna be Rozzy's really 45 good. Forty-five years old, Griner's still there. I'm not gonna lie; they they might be playing chess. It's literally one bad season, and you're kind of set for like the next couple of years. I mean, I talked about it a couple of weeks ago. That I'm curious when you start seeing the Mercury actively tanking. They're what four and fourteen. You can have the discussion. I'm just saying. Yeah. All right. Seattle's plus eight and a half against Atlanta during tonight. In Atlanta, one seventy and a half is the total. Okay, so you saw eight here. and a half. I saw seven and a half. Oh yeah, I'm looking at eight and a half. It might be a bit of a mixed line, so it's somewhere in between. And we now I see have, eight and a half. It's been bumped uh-huh. up. <laughs> and we have for the Atlanta Dream, no injuries on Seattle side. Atlanta Dream still missing Ari McDonald, and you're still missing. Uh, Are they missing McDonald? I've heard some rumors that she might actually be coming back. Oh, is she? I have no idea. It said late. Uh, I have no idea. I didn't see any of that. So uh, potentially she, she can be back Sunday, but <laughs> it says she's appeared to be making steady progress, and she's not officially been ruled out. She was spotted shagging rebounds at Sunday's yeah. morning shoot around. Doesn't say she was shooting, so I probably doubt she plays. But she's on the verge of potentially coming back within the next week or two. All right, let's see here. I took the dream overnight at six and a half. I wanted to. I, I had to. It. I, thought, I thought it was a principal play for me. I, I, just, I don't know. It is, Seattle's just travel recently is just really, really brutal with the fact of like, not even just the bat to bat, but prior to that, their plane wasn't, I don't know. I don't remember what exactly it was, but the fact is they couldn't board the plane at the airport. So they had to take all 24 people, put them on a bus and drive down from New York, DC, which is like three and a half hours, but still like you're driving on a bus and you're expecting to be on a plane. And then you probably went through TSA and did all this stuff to get on a plane, didn't get on it. And now you're on a bus. And now you're playing and then now the, game the next game. day. Yeah. You're down in Atlanta, which is and Atlanta's a been very good. Drive. I mean, you were higher in Atlanta than I was during the off season and it took some time, but they, they look good. They look like yeah. a good basketball team, man. I watched them play against the uh, Mystics a couple of weeks ago. I think it was a Friday game. Very, very close game. Deldon got hurt at the end. The Dream offensively are just a really good team. 
Like we know that they have the talent there with that backcourt mm-hmm. with Gray and with Howard. Howard's had uh, the occasional 40-piece, and Gray's a very solid point guard. We know that. The problem with Seattle, once again, besides the fatigue angle, besides Jewel, Jewel Lloyd, how many people on this team are actually mm-hmm. worth a damn? Even Kia Nurse has been underwhelming. I guess for in terms of picking the show, I'll take Atlanta plus minus eight and a half. I'm actually terrified of the fourth quarter uh, Seattle storm. Not going to lie. But what I will do and what I will bet is I will bet Atlanta first quarter minus two and a half and the first half minus four and a half. I will 100 percent do that. I'm just going to go ahead and just – it just seems like that is just too easy of a face by a team on a back-to-back, and if I get killed by it, I get killed by it. But I'm going to just go ahead and take Atlanta early. It's not even just a back-to-back. It's the back-to-back right before the All-Star break. You think Seattle's fully thrilled to be playing this game? <laughs> yeah. They have to look at the calendar. Yeah, all the way. I'm with you. It's Atlanta. Like, minus eight I mean, you, you're playing a back-to-back after coming I – I can't even say coming back against Washington, but the game was close enough – where you really could not bench all your players. Jewel Lloyd had 39 points. She played 35 minutes. Uh, You're looking at the rest of the lineup, and a couple of starters played north of 30, and you're telling me you have one game. You know your team's terrible. I mean, your team is 4-15. and Like, your team's really bad. And you have to finish this game, and you're off for a week. There's no way they're going to be motivated for this game. I took the dream at six and a half. That was the only play I had on the overnight. I actually gave it out on YouTube. I thought it closed at eight and a half. This might close at 10. It's already at eight and a half. It's not even 11 o'clock in the morning yet. Like, I, I think the dream based on current form, which we didn't even talk about, by the way, the Storm have lost six straight. They've been competitive in a couple of these games. Uh, some of them they have not. The dream have won five straight, four of them by double digits. They've been really good at Atlanta. And it's nice to see them play well because offensively they're a lot of fun. Now defensively they can't guard anybody, but they've been better recently. They've been better. Yeah, I was about to say they've been better recently for real. But I'm just saying that's where number that is where in. I'm on it. Yeah, that's where I'm on this game. And give me a team on a back to back play to over. That's how this is how this has been in the. You mean for team a full on a game or a team total for the full for the full game for the full okay. game it goes over. It, whether the team defensively doesn't show up, whether they're still on a rhythm from the night before and they're still hitting shots from the night before, you played it over with a team on a back-to-back in the W. So if it, I told you the Dream walked into the building today and scored 100 points, would you be that that shocked that Seattle yeah. basically just punted a game on a back-to-back right before the All-Star break? They're the I'd only team on a back-to-back today, by the way. I'd be shocked that uh, – no, they're not the only team in a back-to-back. I Aces thought they were. Back-to-back as well. No, Aces played last night. I forgot the Aces played last night, sorry. I mean, they played. They blew out the Mercury, so they got to rest a lot of guys down the – a lot of players down the stretch. So, fair enough. It's a fair point. I, I can't tell if Terrell lagged out or not. I think I think he did. You there, Terrell? You good? All right. Uh, I think he lagged out, so I'll continue until either he comes back. In my back. Oh, you're there. Okay, cool. Welcome yes, back. Yes, I am. Yes. What's up? I, welcome back. I'm back. Yeah, you're playing over over 170 and a half. I'm playing the first half over as well because you know we're playing the W, and I've gotten a lot better at these first half totals because. Tears will screw you at the end of that fourth quarter, man. So really first half total over 86 and a half for this game playing that as well. 
And player props for this over overs mean points. Points mean we're taking. I'm actually really scared by Seattle's overs in this game. Like I, of course, on principle, I'd want to take Jewel Lloyd against this Atlanta defense, but with the back-to-back playing 35 minutes last night, like I, I, I'm really scared off on a lot of these overs for Seattle because there is. I think there's a good chance they roll over. I, I, I really once again like Julie's a 24 and a half and normally I'd be all over it maybe take an alt line on 30 if there were all threes I'd take that too but it's just such a bad spot mm-hmm. I, I, I don't know if Seattle's just gonna no show the entire game it wouldn't shock me if that happened so I think I'm staying away from Seattle props I think I'm just gonna look at Atlanta what why is freaking FanDuel not giving me alts. They normally are really good about these alts. I have no alt numbers for these for this game, and it's pretty annoying. No, I see points are only at 15, which is a real pain in the ass. Yeah, like, what? I've been killing the alt. Oh, man, Scott, did I? Whoa, man, what I did last night was annoying. So I had Brittany Sykes in a couple of player prop parlays because, come on, <laughs> Brittany Sykes without EDDs. Atkins got her too, so she got a lot. Yeah, she went crazy. I had her for 20. She went for like 28. Man, tell me why I had parlayed with Jackie Young for 25, finishes with 23, barely plays the fourth quarter because the Mercury freaking suck. And then I had another one with with Asia, finishes with 20, doesn't even play the fourth quarter because the Mercury suck. Oh, my gosh. I just thought about that. That would have been a really nice payout too. Oh, yes, it was. It was like 18, 19, and 1 or something like that. I get oh, so man. depressed, by the way, looking at Tarazi's stat ones this year. I don't Sad get depressed stuff. at all. This is your fault. You're 41. Why are you playing basketball in this league? <laughs> <laughs> like, I don't care. You literally could have gave birth to a couple of the players in the league. Like, you're 41 at this point. Even, even Braun, like, at least Braun. I, we haven't seen the decline. He's still going out there dropping 30 almost. No, LeBron's decline's been based on the fact he's actually gotten hurt and he's, he was healthy for the first no, like 15 years no. of his career. Tarasi is just straight up not doing anything. Like, oh my no, gosh. not at all. Like, just, I mean, I mentioned it during the offseason preview. I thought that Tarazi might be cooked, but it's sad to fully realize what? that she's cooked. But guess what? She's going to play another year. Because she yeah. didn't have her, she didn't have her farewell tour. So it means we're guaranteed one more season of this. Oh yeah, man, whatever. Much. Screw her. She should have just. She's gonna show Caitlin Clark right. the ropes, though. I like uh, maybe Cheyenne Parker over on points and uh, coin toss between Ryan Howard and Alicia Gray. I'll take Gray. Once again, I'm really not sure what I'm supposed to look at because Seattle unders I feel like would be my lean. You were a lot more interested in the full game over than I was. I'd rather take Atlanta team total over. I, I got to wonder how many jump shots are going to be short in the second half for Seattle. Tired legs. Wow, they hurt travel. us. Not only did they hurt, they hurt us and put 20-plus on the board. Okay, nice. But I'll take Cheyenne Parker 20-plus at plus 240. I don't mind that. Yeah, I'll take Maybe that might be a player pop parlay. We might have to put a player pop parlay together for the end of the show. Uh, Cheyenne Parker's, I think Cheyenne Parker have a really good game going into All-Star. This is her first All-Star. I thought maybe like Magbagor rebounds at seven and a half, but I'm not sure if I actually like that or not. I'm I'm kind of on the fence once again because I think Atlanta could route them. Yeah. Give me Jordan Horston over five and a half rebounds and just say Atlanta routes them and Horston gets a lot, lot more minutes. It was one of those plays where 
I knew overnight as soon as I saw the scheduling spot, I have to bet this. Like this line's clearly going to move two, three points, maybe more. So I'm expecting the dream to kick their asses. Like that's just how I'm expecting the game to go. But a lot of the handicap was I don't know what to expect from Seattle, but it's probably not going to be good from an effort perspective. Sigh, 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 sigh. Besides, you called them the Seattle showers. showers. So, yeah, yeah, Seattle showers. It, lucky I don't have a showers drop. I would have played it. I was looking for like some like is that maybe not like the budget? A sprinkler. Maybe I should have found a sprinkler like or something. I just oh man, they're so oh, I hate them right now. Okay, wait, hang hang on a sec. What about this one? You need to leave. They very much. All right, next game on the slate, we have the Las Vegas Aces going to play the L.A. Sparks. Aces on a back-to-back, still laying 12.5 on that back-to-back. 169.5 is the total here. Injury report for the Sparks because I can't really tell you anything about the Aces. I mean, you could potentially see Candace Parker play tonight. She didn't play yesterday because of ankle injury. You could potentially see her play tonight. but I know it's worse. The fact that they just casually gave her an off day or the fact that nobody noticed she didn't even play because they killed Phoenix by 26 anyway. I At no point during the game last night did I really think to myself, you know, I really wish Candace Parker was playing right now. It really just didn't <laughs> matter. It didn't make a difference. They just dominated. I mean, they're minus. Oh, I said man. before we went live on the air, the Aces are now minus 230 to win the title. It's the best team I've ever seen assembled in the league. I mean, I said that during the offseason. Nothing's really changed that. That's what they said about the Golden State Warriors in 2016. When one of the WNBA teams gets LeBron, then we can have a conversation. That's what they said about the Golden State Warriors in 2016. And what did Braun and Kyrie do? Don't give up New York. New York plus 230 to win the championship. I'm giving it out right now. We are still in it. I'm not okay. officially saying once again that it's a wrap, but I'm just saying that when they're minus 230 to win the title already, that tells you how good of a team we're talking about. And for a regular season game against the Sparks, yes, I know they're on a back-to-back and the scheduling isn't exactly the best spot. Do I really care? Like, are the Aces schedule-proof because they're just that much better than every other team at this point? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. Pretty much that, so. was, that was I, kind I of the actually, main point I was going to make to segue back I into I actually this have – I do not care that they're on a back-to-back. I think they're still going to be able to score here. Quickly on the injury report for the Los Angeles Sparks because it's really long. We have Derek Hambry, who was probable with an ankle injury. Shanae Magumake, who is out with a foot injury. Which Samuelson is this one? Carly Samuelson is questionable with a foot injury. Lexi Brown, we know she's been out for that illness for a while. We know Nia Cloudin's out for a while. We know uh, uh, Clarendon is out for a while. Alicia Clarendon, she's out for a while. And, you know, Kaylu Samuelson is out because of the baby. So from players that actually played this season, they are down one, two, three, four bodies, potentially five. I'm not taking a victory lap because, of course, the Sparks are five games under. I know we were pretty high on the Sparks team during the offseason compared to what the odds were for them to make the playoffs. I think they were around two to one, 250 yeah. to make the playoffs. They were, yeah, it was two to one. I'm not, I'm not even going to say we're wrong because they were actually not bad. The whole team just died. It, it's injury, like injuries. And, and they still have a chance. They're, like, they still have outside good chance. players. Yeah, I know. It's like really, really brutal. Like really, really brutal. 
I am not. I'm not fading aces. I'm sorry. I'm not fading aces. I'll take the aces minus twelve and a half to put a bet in. But well, I'll get the total out in a second. But yeah, I'm not fading aces. Just give me the aces minus twelve and a half here. I'm trying to think of any play that might be worth a damn on uh, the Sparks. I thought about maybe getting cute and looking at Ambry uh, double double, but I don't know if that's what. Do you see that? No, I know some books. It might have been in Jersey. I have seen double double lines, but not in New York. So maybe that's like location specific. So if if you can get that, maybe. If you're looking at once again like a revenge game angle, I I don't even know. You're you're grasping at straws for the Sparks right now, but these are the best team I've ever seen. So I'm I'm not going to go against them. I thought they would probably lose five games all year, maybe less. They're on pace to lose about five games, maybe a little bit less this year, so nothing's really changed. Uh, Yeah, the Sparks are injured to hell and back, so I'm not going to pick them. I'll ask you this, though. If the Sparks do make this game competitive, let's say by some miracle they manage to keep this game close, who's the player that you're targeting for alternative lines? NECA. Is it just NECA 25 plus at plus 330? Yeah, if they put a line out on Jordan Canada, I'll do that too. But NECA 30 plus is plus a 920 if you want to get really crazy. I mean, it's just the, the Aces could literally come into this game and, oh, we hit 20 people. Hey, how, how are y'all doing? But once so again, I'm expecting the Aces to do but, that. But if, if you wanted to pick a certain script where the Sparks keep it close and they yeah, somehow just, cover. They're going to they're gonna give up points. Like, they're going to give up points. And they're going to accidentally walk into, like, 25. And it would be Jordan Canada, and she can accidentally walk into 20. So I, I will wait until – I don't know why they don't have Jordan Canada's props up here. Like, ah, oh, you guys are brutal sometimes. But I will go ahead and wait on Jordan Canada. Um, let me look over here. Bet365 is really good about props. But they normally, like, kind of inflate the numbers a little bit. I don't like that. Jordan Canada's 13.5 minus 115 on uh, Bet365. Milestones twenty plus is four twenty. I'm mean, four fifty. I'm sorry, plus four fifty. I think Jordan Canada can have a really good game. I'm just fading this defense, and so whatever whatever player props, whether it's Canada, whether it's Neca, whether they come out and decide to actually play Hamby, I don't think that they're going to be bold enough to do that. But if they come out and actually give her a prop, I'll play her as well. I, I just think that defensively, the Aces are not going to care, and unfortunately, they're so good on offense that they're probably still going to put up a lot of points. So probably, yeah. Uh, I love the over. If I didn't, if you didn't catch that, love the over. Same on a back back. Love the over. Over one six to nine and a half. That's actually probably one of my favorite plays today. The over in this game. I was, try- I was just trying to quickly look at the uh, team total for the Aces in this game uh, because they've scored at least ninety three points in each of the first ninety two and a half. It's probably that ninety one and a half on Fanduel. I yeah. I still have to kind of like it. Once again, they've scored 93-plus in each of the first two meetings. Now, back-to-back can be a bit of a concern, but I'm I'm trying to look at these offensive games for the Aces, and they're just so good, man. They're just so good. They lose a the game to Dallas. How do you respond? All right, well, when, we'll score 113 points on the road. Yeah, sure, why not? I, this team is so good. I, last, five I can't games, go against the, last five games, the Los Angeles Sparks are giving up 89.2 points per game. There is one serious outlier there, though. They gave up 112 to Atlanta in one of those games. But yes. 
Exactly. You gave so, up one twelve to Atlanta. Yeah. I gotta think you give up one twelve to the Aces. Yeah, man. I'm I'm all over the uh I'm all over the Aces. I like that team total look. I love the over. I think that because I think the Sparks are still gonna be able to score. Aces aren't gonna care. All right. Yeah. We talked a little bit about props. I, just give me another just give me another Chelsea Gray twenty piece game. Chelsea Gray, when she gets twenty pieces, them things start to go in stretches, and that's why she was picked first overall in the all star game. Uh, give me Chelsea Gray, another 20 piece plus 285. I like her over 14 and a half. Uh, at this point, you're grasping straws for who's going to have the big game. Yeah. I, however, I did cash the plum under yesterday after dropping 41. It was at 20 and a half. Well, you assume she got her 41 and that she's going to be set for the next week. So, yeah. So, pretty much. I actually. Uh, that's what the Aces really do. I'm curious if there's a long term strategy there. You just wait for one player to drop 30. And you just fade them in the next game because they have to let everybody else cook on the team. Yeah, pretty much. I mean, it, that, that was like my instinct. Like as soon as she dropped that forty-one, I said, "Oh, I'm gonna play her under." Oh, you know, Asia's gonna want to get get a lot of shots in next game. She's yeah, been, she's been staring at Plum shooting too much. She's gonna shoot a lot next game. And uh, they just brought up the Hamby uh, pregnancy thing with the Aces again. So this team is gonna want to bury them. I know it. Yeah. I just know it. Asia, I'm, I'm gonna take Asia over 19 and a half. If Asia's going, she's gonna go at her. She's going to go at her. I'll take Asia over 19 and a half. That's gonna be the one that definitely hits too. All right, is that it? That's it. Yeah, that's all we that's got. All, games. all right, lock dog and prop. You got a prop. prop? You can come up with a prop. Okay. I didn't all know right. we were. Lock. I didn't know we were adding to this section. Okay. Yeah. Let's let's lock lock dog and prop. It's five games. Really quick, and we got like less than an hour before the uh, first games tip off. All right, from a lock. <sighs> got a couple of plays I really do like here. Let's take the over in that Aces Sparks game. Over 169 and a half. That's my lock. Starting off at the end there for my dog. Minnesota's too small. Let's go with – oh, well, I might be doing two props then. All oh, right. <laughs> do I trust Cheyenne Parker to go ahead and get me that 20? Chelsea Gray is there. I might do a prayer prop parlay with both of them, honestly. Let's go with – yeah, let's go with Cheyenne. Let's go Cheyenne. Let's give her some love. There was a question mark at the end of that, but sure, I'll get yeah. it. Yeah, I'm, 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 I'm debating because there's a lot of, there's a lot of ways. Like, do they have all on Nafisa? Nope. Just don't. ask. Is this your lock or is this your prop? This is my dog. Okay. This is your dog. My lock. Okay, cool. My lock is that aces and sparks over one sixty nine and a half. Okay. My dog is going to be Cheyenne Parker to get twenty plus at plus two forty. Just got a. That's just a gut call by me there. But I do really, really like Chelsea Gray to just keep it going too. And oh, it's good. Yeah. Oh, well, Chelsea Gray is that? No, but it's too many heads. All right. Yeah. No, I'm gonna stick with Cheyenne. That was my first bet. I don't want to change it. All right. And for my player prop, I can still go to Chelsea. Let's go give the Liberty some love. Smriti and Eskew over two and a half threes, plus one oh six. That's a nice little prop to end it. So that's what I got for you. 
Over in the Aces and Sparks game, give me 20-plus for Cheyenne Parker at plus 240, and I will take Sabrina Nescu over two-and-a-half threes. Scott, over to you. Uh, first things first, I'll do my prop. Uh, it's going to be Unescu as well, but I'm going to take the assists. I'm going to take the over four and a half assists. I think it's a crazy line. I think that for a player that's gone over this number in five of six, had eight assists in the last meeting against Indiana, we like the Liberty in the game. We think they might score 95 points. So if that's going to happen, then Unescu is probably going to have a good game facilitating. So give me Unescu, who's been more passive over the last couple of weeks just based on design, I guess. Uh, but I will go with Unescu over four and a half assists at minus 115. That line just feels too low. That'll be my prop. Uh, for my dog, I'm trying to think of what I want to do for a dog here because the only underdog I actually like to win is Minnesota, and I'm not even sure how much I like them. You know what? I think I'm going to go back to that Liberty game. And if Unescu okay. is going to get a bunch of assists, that's going to perfectly segue into the Brianna Stewart points play. I'm going to go with Brianna Stewart, 25-plus points at plus 118. She had 40-plus points in the first meeting of the season. Nalissa's injured. They just traded Queen. They got no size in the interior whatsoever. I think Brianna's going to cook this team. So give me Brianna over 24.5 points or 25-plus, however you want to phrase it, at plus 118 as my dog. And for my actual yeah, baby dog still, uh, you, if you want to do 30, I don't mind that, too. But I am concerned about her getting benched in the fourth quarter, which is why I settled for 25. Uh, but I do think you can make an argument for 30. I'm trying to think what I want my lock to be, because I like I liked Atlanta over the over the overnight at six and a half. That's probably going to close at nine and a half or ten and a half. What I want to do here. Just take Atlanta early. Nah, but I don't know if I, I kind of want to do something different because I already gave out Atlanta. You know what? I'm going to trust my instincts on this one. I'm going to go with the over 160 and a half in that Connecticut and Chicago game. That line just feels too low to me. Uh, they ended up totaling 168 when they met the first time this season with only 28 points in the fourth quarter. And it still landed at 168. 160 and a half just sounds way too low. Chicago's offense is a bit underwhelming. Uh, but they still have Copper. They still have Mabry. They have some talent there. We know how good Connecticut's been. They've been playing faster without Brianna Jones. I like the over. Connecticut's games recently have been just track meets. Uh, 176, 166, 186, 170. Game against Chicago is 168. They've been flying over. This number feels too low. Give me the over 160 and a half in that Connecticut game. All right, he's at Rice Show Radio. I'm at really real underscore underscore. Appreciate everybody for rocking with us for an hour, five games in the WNBA as we get ready for All-Star Weekend this weekend. Uh, we will see. We'll see about our All-Star Show. We'll see what they have available, if they have some stuff, and I feel like we can get something out of it. We'll do it. If do not, I'll just tweet out some plays. Huh? Yes, they are having a three-point contest, right and we will get a new three-point champion because Ali Quickly is not playing this year. So, <laughs> shout out to a new three-point contest champion. Other than that, I have nothing else to say, nothing else to do. No other way of ending the podcast. We're just going to end it like this. We are out of here.